welcome to Power Podcast UK, the podcast created to help Jenny and Mark finish writing their book. If you find it hard to motivate yourself to do something, this is the podcast for you, as we explore why we procrastinate and find ways to help us get our novel finished. Whether or not you're writing a book, making a film, painting a picture, or even motivating yourself to do the housework, join us and let's find a way to get this stuff done. Um, oh, this is weird. I, this feels like it's been forever. I think I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it has been anyway, forever. Anyway, so. <gasps> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of Pal Podcast UK. Hello, Mark. Hey, we're back. It's America. We're back. Back in the land of podcasting. How have you been, Jennifer? I've been good. I've been all right. Very good. Very How good. have you been? Very, very good had a bit of a break, had a bit of a rest, but you've been holding the fort together m- marvellously. Um, I did, I did a little bit of solo podcasting. Yeah, it was great, so yeah. good job on that. And let's kick off talking about your amazing achievement. This is what I want to talk I, to you about before. Yeah. Um, is it? Ah. But Jenny, you've gone and written a freaking book. I've, I've got it printed out here with me. A whole book of 50,000 and I think 118 words or something like that. It's all written, Mark. That's amazing. Ah. Very, very well done. How does it feel? It, it I mean, feels I mean, really how good. do you feel? Not the book. The book is it, probably the heavy. Book, the book feels fantastic. Uh, it was just, it was just, I don't, it was just a really nice achievement and I'm really proud of myself. Oh, very good. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been really nice and it's been good to know that I can do it. It was really hard work. Like I couldn't have, I was glad I wasn't working because I couldn't have worked and written a book in that what? time. It was, I mean, I did... Just whole six hours just writing. It was really, really time consuming. But that was quite nice. It was quite nice to get it done because I've never actually finished a book before. What and was now the, I have. So what what would what would you say was the hardest thing about it? Was it the was it the motivation or was it the ideas or was it the the time to do it? Like what what was there like one leading factor that's making it hard more difficult than anything else? Yeah. What the the never finishing it? Um, I think no 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 because... no no. Write, writing the book. I mean. Well, that as well, both. Well, yeah, I think the problem, the problem I've always had before is I've always started writing books and then because you don't have that time limit, you put them down for a bit, you read them again you think, well, that's a bit shit. I don't want to carry on with it anymore. But this, I didn't get the opportunity to do that because I was just writing all the time. So I didn't have that reflection and um, confidence wobbles, whatever. I didn't have yeah. time for any of that. Because so you you're keeping going. it to a schedule, weren't you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I had a rough word count that I wanted to do per day. Mm. But then even when I had... The, the sort of wobbles in confidence because it was such a confined space to, of time to do it in, I can kind of recognise, you know, we've seen like the wave before when whenever you're creating something, you start off really happy and then you like go into your pit of despair where everything's rubbish and then it goes out and you're happy with the end result mm. again most of the time. So I, kind of, I could kind of see that working because it was such a, an intense period. Mm. Yeah. And so what was... What what was the um, hardest part about writing it this time in November? Um, the fact that it just all had to be done so quickly, but it that really worked for me as well. I think because I've never done it before, so obviously having that that sort of challenge made it happen. Otherwise, I don't think it would have done. So the pressure. It might happen more now because I know I can do it. Mm, but yeah. then I needed that motivation and I loved the 
ticking off the word count and I liked to be able to log in and see how far you're getting and stuff. That was really nice. It seems like I a do really, recommend that. It seems like a really useful tool, um, having that thing to tell you when you'd be finished by, by how many words yeah. you've done and, and if you'll, make, if you'll make, make the deadline. It's just everyone likes a little appy tool thing, don't they? And that was just, it's really <laughs> I simple. Love a, I love an appy tool. Everyone loves an appy thing. It was just really simple. It didn't, didn't have to be complicated all you had to do was put in how many words you'd written in that session or that day and it would like work out how much you got to get to go and how on track you were and that's all you need really very good that's great that's very good but now i'm moving into my editing phase so this month i'm going to read it and edit it and hopefully get in a a position where people can read it as well that was my i was just about to ask you that like what's what's next yeah that's next because I haven't read it for a month now, um, for lots of reasons. I got really sick, and then it was Christmas, and um, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna spend January reading it and editing it, and then hopefully, um, people can read it and have a little guinea piggy, check it out for me. And maybe you'll be able to send a little bit off to a publisher, or a, a literary agent. <laughs> maybe, or I could publish it myself. That's yeah. my other consideration. Yeah, you could. Like. Yeah. Um, doesn't Mandy self-publish? Mandy has self-published, and Mandy's read two of my chapters so far. So I want, like, I want her to be a guinea pig, and you, Mark, if you've got time. But I know you're so busy. Could you turn it into an audiobook, and I'll be there? No, no, I'm not going to turn it into an audiobook. Just as you're editing it, just read it out and record it, and send it to me. Yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? <laughs> just for you, I'll just record it for you with voices, like <laughs> I do with Hector. I'll, I'll have like an exclusive. Audible <laughs> edition, because then you can put that straight on Amazon as well. Like you got the audio version done. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, then I would I want people to to see to see what people think of it, and if I think if they think it's good enough, then I might try getting it properly published, or yeah. I might just self publish it. But screw what they think. Go for it. Try it. Publish it. Ah, depends what I think when I read it. What do I think? Hmm. Yeah. It's a good enough. This is just my first go, guys. I can I can write like twelve books a year now. <laughs> just knock them all out. And be like in a little crying puddle. And if you need if you need cover art, it'd be really great <gasps> if you knew someone that could do art and stuff. Oh my god. I don't know if anyone who can do art. I know some people do art. I could have like a selection of different covers, couldn't I? We could have different versions, adult version, <laughs> child friendly yeah. version. <laughs> different fonts. It'll be a lovely game. Is it? Has, you, has your book got a title? Have you got a name for it? What's it called? It it originally did have a a title, but I think that's going to change because it's it's a very bad word, so it's never going to be published anyway. It's a bad. Well, your t- your title is a swear word. Well, yeah, but it came, <laughs> it came right. My whole idea came from. Did you ever watch that Kathy Burke series when she went and um discussed pe- women and yeah. women were together I and love she, that she was with um she saw like a cross stitch or a tapestry group uh-huh. and they were doing it and i'm sure they did did they do swear words or did i see i've seen one so. somewhere with a swear the word angry stitches or something like that angry stitches so my original title was the old cunts cross stitch group oh and that's so obviously cute. it's never gonna it's never gonna sell is it and but also you, you could spell it funny like yeah um Kunitz. Uh, but they might yeah. not all cross stitch now because I think cross stitch is quite restrictive for what I need to do. There might just be an, like an art club, art <laughs> group. So I'm gonna have to. I might have to change it. Oh, there a lot of I will put. I will put the c word in there in the text lots of times. Is there a lot There's of craft? Of a lot of craft in your book, Jenny. 
Yes. Because that's where... I just like the idea of, like, people coming together and doing it and having loads of weird characters doing the cross-stitching or now it will be more of a general crafting group, I think. Hmm. So, yeah. Nice. And then people using that group as a way to come to terms with their feelings and stuff. Hmm. So, well... And also swear words. Well, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. I know. That sounds most intriguing, and I'm very excited to find out more about it. Why, thank you. Ah, I want to say stuff, but if I say stuff, I'm like, what will I, if I give it away? Because there's something I want to say, but then I was like, no, because it'll give it away, and that's quite, no, that's a big twist, actually. I can't give that away. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. You don't, never feel obliged to tell, to reveal your whole deck of cards. Yes. Hand of cards? But it worked, because I, I sent the two chapters to... Mandy and she's like oh I want to find out more about this because it's it's from a first person perspective but she's the woman who's the main character she's done something wrong but you don't know what it is yet she's like oh I want to know what she does wrong that's the that's what I want Ooh. and that, that comes out and yeah good ah! and it, it is it is kind of daunting isn't it when you when you're writing because you want to get that feedback because you want to see if people are interested at all otherwise it kind of I guess that could be it demotivating right well yeah i mean you know you know the the process behind it and what you want to achieve and we've all read books and we know about twists and, and building a story and stuff but it's knowing whether that's what you've created because you know it all in your head so how do you know if the yeah. twist works that's the weird thing yeah because you remember when we sent out our first couple of drafts to people and it was really weird getting people saying good things about it yeah, because some of the feedback we didn't expect at all. No, it's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah. It's the ever, ever, ever growing insecurity of the artist, I suppose, isn't it? And just kind of uh, trusting, yeah. trusting yourself that it's actually pretty good. I think also that's part of what the the importance of the editing process is to get the views and read it through and know that it works. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Should we talk? Can I quickly, quickly talk about? reading what we're reading and things because normally well for the last two years we've um done a christmas podcast about books that we recommend people to read for the new year like christmas gifts that sort of thing uh, but as we are now in a brand new decade a brand new year um people might want to go to waterstones or another online or an online bookshop or a not online bookshop or a real bookshop somewhere where you can buy a book um and might need a recommendation. Have you got any recommendations of books? I do. Um, before that, do you want to know how many books I read last year? <laughs> yes, please. Tell 79. Me. One more than 2018. Wow. One more. But yeah, that was good fun. Jenny, you're just um, like a walking library in your head. Well, I want to do better. I think I could do better. Do you? Uh, yeah. Wow. But like what, read one book a week? No, but you've read more than one book a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, how... I'm not reading two books. If I could read two books a week... I would be well over that. I'd be like 100. But that's... Oh, you're a speedy reader, Jenny. I can't even contemplate reading that fast. I can't even listen depends. that fast. It depends what book it is, though, because there's books I've been struggling with for ages and then other books where I've read in, like, a night, a day. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Depends what sort of book it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm listening to a really long book, which I'll tell you about in a minute, and it's taken for ages. I've, I've been listening to it for weeks, and I'm not even halfway through. But... <laughs> But yeah, what's your, what's your out of the out of those seventy nine? Have you got a top three? Maybe. 
No, I was talking about some Nick the other day. They are the last year, 2018, I could pick out to you my top three or so books and go, this is a book I really enjoyed. But this year, not so much. Mm. Although I will recommend, I read So Lucky by Dorno Porter. Oh, I yeah. read it in a day. Really? Yeah, it was really good. And I really enjoyed it. And that was last week. And I really recommend that one. Mm. Have you heard she's she's writing a musical? <clears throat> is she? Oh, she's, she's writing a Stockhake and Walkman. Yeah, Ultimate yeah. Musical, isn't she? I can't. Yeah. Remember, I think she talked about what it was called, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So do Rick, maybe Rick Astley. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was. I tried to read Cows, and I couldn't get into Cows. So when someone gave me um, "So Lucky for Christmas," I was like, oh, I don't know. And I started reading it, and I got sucked in. And I thought it was so well written, and really the kind of books that I want to write because it's 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 funny and it's girly enough, but it's not like typical. Mm. There's enough substance in there and some really important messages so i loved it well that's good i know Not so i definitely recommend that what would you recommend mark um well i've i've so my reading's been really slack and in the last six months i have read one book and that was whoa i know and that was an audiobook but i am listening to another audiobook at the moment as well if that if that if that counts yeah, it always counts. Suppose that counts for for something. I've just been my I've just been so um preoccupied and I just haven't been able to focus on anything. Um unless it's a TV show where I to be honest, I can just watch it and my mind does other things. I mean it doesn't really matter. But with a book it's quite integral that you, you keep that focus, mm. otherwise what's the point? No, but I um listened to Nadia's book, you know Nadia from Bake Off. <gasps> yes, I want to read that. Finding book. Finding My Voice. Mm. Um and it was good. I think it would read better than it's than it was on audio but what was lovely is that um it was her actually doing the audio recording of it yeah um but in some places she i just didn't feel she was very good at performing the, the yes the, the words well, that's um, not her job really is it i mean i no. know you kind of want it from her voice but she's not well no of, of course that's not that's not what she's supposed but, to do she's supposed to be you know cooking and educating and that sort of stuff well there was there were some things that uh, some some moments that that she read out and I thought I think that would sound better in my head with with your voice like yeah. I think I could hear read it better but anyway um first half of the book is all right but the second half of the book is very good oh it's good it's very good the first I don't know there's something a bit I don't know I can't really quite define it the first half some bits just seemed a little bit um I don't know I don't know how to describe it almost like she was trying too hard to have a good concept in the book, um, yeah, and I don't know because what if you because she talks about because she's got she's a um, one of six, and she goes she talks about all her brothers and sisters, and it's like this is number six, this is number five, and it just feels a bit <laughs> like oh, like you're going through the seven dwarfs. It's like just tell me a story <laughs> that involves them or something. I don't know. It just felt a bit oh I still got another sibling to go. It was it was oh I suppose when you've got. So many though, you need to give them equal billing, or they're gonna kick off. I suppose, but for for an audience, it was just a little bit. Uh, oh, here we go. Kind of felt a bit kind of shopping list ish. Um, but when when she gets going, um, towards the end, talking about her kids, um, and yeah, it's just great, really good. That's good. I would recommend it. But at the moment, I'm reading, listening to Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. I have read that recently. Have you this year? Actual- was yeah, that last like year? about a month ago. Oh, Jenny, if only we, if yeah. only we, text, we could have read it together. <laughs> if only we were talking. <laughs> how long did that? Hang on, hang on, a cotton pick a minute. What? How long did that take you to read? 
because I started this the weeks ago and I'm still not even halfway. Um, I. So it's a big uh, book. It's a it's big, big book. book. Maybe a week. Wow. So it wasn't quite as fast flowing as the other ones. I need to think about it. It was quite um, quite dense, but she talked about a lot of interesting things. That yeah. Took a while. It wasn't a storybook, so it takes a bit <laughs> longer. But yeah. It's um, about a week. It takes fifty. It's fifteen hours worth of recording on Audible. Is it? Mm. So it's a it's a big old book. I I mean it's in terms of page length, it's not massive. It seems bigger because it's hardback, right? Yeah, but fifteen hours is quite substantial for a book. Narges was only I think eight. Oh, uh, maybe it's about four hundred. But it's I mean it's it's a really interesting. But how did you like it? Did you like it? Well, I'm half. I'm not. I'm not quite halfway through yet with the Michelles. But um, I read. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know if I'm enjoying it. For the content or the fact that it's Michelle Obama reading it, and there's something very meditative <laughs> about her voice. She's. I think, um, yeah, she. The first quarter I struggled with, because that's very much how her background and everything. But when it gets going into the politics and working as a family and stuff, and that really, that really sped by for me. Yeah. So at the moment, her dad's just died, and yeah. they are currently in Nairobi. And something else happened as well. Oh, um, Barack proposed. Oh, oh that's nice. That's no spoilers. I, we all know they're married. <laughs> yeah, when they get into like her own causes and stuff in the White House, that's quite a nice bit. Then it it went quite nicely for me. Yeah, I really loved it, and I really loved hearing her talk about when her friend died, and how that was like a changing moment. In I loved life. hearing how her friend died. <laughs> Is that that's not what I said? I loved hearing about how a friend died. <laughs> no, That's what, I, said. what I mean was, I loved hearing what she had to say about yes, how she better. felt about her world in the face of such uh, devastation. Yes. That's probably a better way. Yeah, that was a really sad bit, that, wasn't it? That's probably a better way of phrasing it. But just the way yeah. her perspective changed and how that gave her a different outlook on, on life. Mm. And it was, yeah, very relatable. And... I just really like, I just really, I really, I feel like I really relate to her. And she went to a summer camp in, she worked in a summer camp in New York that's a sister camp to the one I worked at. Oh, that's nice. So I feel like we're, we're I feel like we're like, like twins. We're like twins. <laughs> I was like, Michelle, same. And she's talking about it. I was like, yeah. Oh, I love her. I think she's brilliant. Uh, so is there anything at the moment that's, um, that you've read that maybe is inspiring your editing or your your writing or your um, creativity? Um, no, not re- not uh, not any more than usual. I think you have to read a wide variety of stuff anyway, and that helps me. Um, sometimes it helps me when I read stuff which isn't very good because then I go, oh yeah, that's okay, I'm better than that. And sometimes when I read stuff that's better, I get a bit scared. But I think um, the Dorno Porter book was really useful because just it's say, the style that I like that, that, that when you read that did that make you think I'm going to write now or did it make half you... of me thinks I'm going to write now the other half goes this is pointless I'll never be as good Ugh, it's a disaster I'll just read all the time I won't write anything but um, yeah it's just a weird one isn't it I think it's it's weird because with Dawn O'Porter when she wasn't Dawn O'Porter when she was just Dawn Porter I mean I've loved her for about 20 years doing her documentaries and stuff I've always followed what she's done with her vintage clothes and everything and I nearly bought one of her range but I couldn't afford it it's a terrible time um and so it's weird now that she's 
she's doing so well on the writing side as well. But no, so you think, God, some people are so talented, it's really annoying. But you're talented right? as well, Jenny. No, it's not. Yeah, but I haven't had my own vintage range yet or anything. I haven't done documentary. <laughs> I'm really falling behind. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. There's, um, there's room for everyone. Yes, but that's my own. differences. That's my own confidence stuff that's a problem. It's nothing to do with that. So I think I need to keep pushing at that and keep keep reading different things. But um, is there anything else? I don't know. I've read a lot of um, John Buchan. John Buchan. 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 B-U-C-H-A-N. I can't pronounce his. Buchan? He's a Buchan. Buchan. I don't know. But he is. wrote The 39 Steps. These are old, oh, old books. These okay. are like 1930s, 1920s. We're talking the comedy books. play, The 39 Steps. Are we talking, uh, is this a self-help thing? The original novel. Right, okay. Then turns into the 39 Steps, the comedy play. Um, oh, I think I might have delivery coming. The doorbell goes. It'll be noisy. Um, so I've been, I'm really enjoying that because that's completely out of my comfort zone. That's a nice sort of wartime adventure kind of romp thing. That's I love a nice wartime romp. Yep. Who doesn't love a wartime adventure romp? I'm distracted because a man is going to come to my door and ring my doorbell. Ding dong. Oh, he's going to just leave it? Oh no, he's just... No. No. No, he's gone to the wrong door. It's fine. Have you actually ordered anything? Are you expecting a delivery? No, I didn't. I was not expecting anything. It's okay. He's going next door now. Oh. <laughs> that was it, a uh, Yeah, we'll cut this bit out. Uh, so the 39 steps is inspiring you or Dawn of yeah. is inspiring you or both Every, everything I read is Any. inspiring even the rubbish stuff hmm. but I think that's one of the things that's, um, that I really enjoyed reading this in 2018 39 steps but then I get because I get a book every month from the um, random book club oh. and they just send you random books every month so that's where I got the 39 steps from so that's been quite Quite a nice way of getting into different areas I wouldn't normally read. Interesting. Yeah, I've of, I've often wondered whether or not those book clubs work. Because uh, if you get a book you've never anticipated on reading, if you'd feel mm -hmm. compelled to even read it. Yeah, I think it's like, I've read half of them. I've started to read most of them, but whether I actually got through to it, I've read half of them, enjoyed four. That's out of a year. I enjoyed four out of the twelve. Yeah. Those bastards giving you eight shitty books. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to carry on doing it, but, you know, it's been interesting. Mm. Hasn't been a bigger range than I thought there would be, though. But then I think that's just luck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And you can't please all the people all the time. No. Very yeah. true. Yours. But anyway, Mark, what have you been up to in our little... What have, I been... What have I been up to? I've just been, I've just been so busy with work, loads of different projects going on um, with my markets and my art shows and commissions and actual work work. Um, yeah, but this, I've, I've got more time on my hands now this year. Um, ah. I've got a day to myself, although technically I have the weekend to myself as well, but it's never really, the weekends are never really work productive times. Unless yeah. you kind of plan it in, because invariably it's visiting people, people coming over, life, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, with Monday Monday to Friday, I now have a day back. 
um, and so that time is uh, going to be spent uh, on my business and working in my business. Um, yeah, certainly that encompasses all manner of things. So I've been talking, I've been to, going to a lot of networking meetings uh, for young, not young, well, I'm so, I think I'm so young. Um, you are young. For, for um, small business, I meant young businesses in my mind. Is yeah, what I was thinking. startups. Yeah, um, small indie businesses, uh, maybe with one employee or something, a kitchen business. Mm-hmm. And I've just been meeting a lot of people and um, something that's come out. Um, and I met someone who does Pomodoro. Um, so I'll talk oh. about that in just a sec. Um, one thing that comes out is if you are doing your own business. And it's the same thing with writing your own book, I think, as well. Um, they say you need to have spend a day working on your business and spend a day working in your business. So um, a day maybe doing marketing, doing sales, mm-hmm. doing business leads, whatever. And then another day actually producing what it is you're selling or managing what it is you're selling and the actual product side of it or if it's yeah. or if it's more of like a, uh, a consultancy like developing your own skills and, and maybe doing the consultancy um that's very good. i don't think i've ever done that yeah so i've got it's always something you fit in in the off chance when you need to do it yeah exactly yeah exactly that i think i think that's the case for a lot of people as well but the, what's come out of a, a lot of the sessions and things i've been to is that sort of discipline of you know give yourself two whole days for your side hustle I call it side mm-hmm. hustles a lot um <laughs> ah you business types yeah side hustles so but i've i've now got a day and so i can devote i can kind of look at my day that way now spending half half doing this and half doing that but i need to have my tax return <laughs> so that's 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 my working on my business yeah you should be doing that so I feel that's so weird because I do it so early in the year. I'm, I'm done by June. So I yeah. find it really weird that everyone goes, oh, tax. And I go, oh, should I worry about? No, I don't need to worry about tax. You're so that's good fine. though, Jenny. I just need to get it done otherwise it will just hang over me. Yeah. I, can't, I should be able to do it early it. this year. Last year was just mental though. Moving house mm. and yeah. everything was just, it was all a bit crazy. Crazy. But, you know, it's all good. All, all good. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. And so we need to work out when and how we're going to get back to the book. Bom, bom, bom. Have you got time to get back to the book? Ooh. Uh, well, Sorry, I just dropped something. I didn't go. Ooh. <laughs> Have you got time to get back to the book? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think there are little pockets of time. I think, I, think, I think we need to find them and do them and get this book done. It's taken so long. But that's not a bad thing. It's just so many people. It's a labour of love. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of yeah. people I've been, um, because on my when because I've had I've been doing a lot of markets recently, uh, up before Christmas, and have my little bio, um, yeah. that sits on my sits near all my work, and as people stand stand reading it, and they say, "Oh, what's your podcast about?" Because I, <laughs> I I mentioned that I also do podcasting in my bio. Yeah. And they say, "What's your podcast about?" And I tell them, and they said, "But." wouldn't it be better to spend the time actually writing the book rather than making the podcast? And I said, yep, you're the 100th person to say say that. And I said, but without realising it, if it wasn't for the podcast, nothing would get done at all. Exactly. So it's it's part of our our technique. Exactly. We have learnt so much. Getting stuff done. Over these last years about our technique. I couldn't have done, written that book in a month if I hadn't had all the knowledge that we have gained yeah, we well over our podcast we times. Probably would not have heard of NaNoWriMo. 
well, yeah, also we did the Pomodoro, you know, all of the 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 questions you sent me that were really fun and things like that. We wouldn't <laughs> do any of those things. Yeah, it was it was funny. I was watching um, Instagram stories and my friend was talking about Pomodoro. So I'm just going to do the Pomodoro technique. I was like, oh, we do the Pomodoro technique. We know that so well. I've never heard someone else mention it before. You kind of think that it's something you made up and that no one really cares about. But yeah, it's good. It's that, it's that absolute concentration of time. Yeah. Set yourself a deadline. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And, and be... Timer. Set a timer. And be strict at adhering to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tricky. It is. But it's very useful. Um, oh, I've got a bit of an unrelated question to you. Because we... <laughs> As we're as we're approaching the end of our podcast, um, you you said to me a couple of weeks ago we're talking about Christmas and um, you're working out what pudding to choose for Christmas Day and you were freaking out, but we never went on to talk about why you're freaking out about your pudding, Jenny. Why were you freaking out about pudding choices? I'm really um, want to know. Mark, you know what it's like to host a Christmas Day dinner. You've got to get your pudding choices on the on the level. And I was, I knew I was doing Christmas pudding. I knew I was doing trifle. And then I was like, well, I can either do another pudding or two puddings because there's nine people. It's hard to, you know, not everyone <laughs> likes trifle. Not everyone likes Christmas pudding. But then I was like, do I do a chocolatey one? Do I do a fruity one? Do I do a pie? There's <coughs> custard for the Christmas pudding. Should I do something else that needs custard? Everyone likes cream. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, I was awake at night talking about my pudding. <laughs> oh, Jenny. So what I did really you do? was. What did you do? But then I decided to get... Um, the Christmas pudding, I did my trifle, and then Sainsbury's were going to deliver me a chocolate cherry bomb. Spongy Ooh, pudding. Yum. Nice. Yum, yum. Delivery turned up. Unavailable. Oh, shit. You know what they gave me? <laughs> no. Another Christmas pudding. <laughs> I didn't need another one. I just bought one. Oh, my God. Um, what did you do? So then I, I did an emergency run. I had to go pick up my turkey from Marks and Spencer's anyway, so I ran around... Uh, Mark's Spencer's freaking out and got a ridiculously expensive snow bomb Ooh. which is a sponge and raspberry compote and it's covered in lovely white chocolate curls Ooh, lovely it was 15 quid mm. and only Nick had a slice of it <laughs> <laughs> oh no well, and those are we also got a um, a roulade like a pecan roulade because my brother doesn't like Christmas pudding or trifles so and he's not that keen on chocolate stuff, so I had to get something. She had four desserts. So out of the four puddings. Wow, Jenny, you're on fire with your hosting. Well, well, you did Christmas Day, didn't you? Yeah. What puddings did you do? Well, our guests bought Christmas dessert. So we, we hosted and we had yeah. um, friends come over. We had two sets of friends came over for Christmas Day. One set brought um, a cheese for the cheese board. Uh, we nice. provided the crackers and stuff. Uh, they just bought the cheese. And the other friend bought dessert. So what we, did they bring? Oh, what did they bring? Christmas pudding, obviously. Um, just Christmas, Christmas pudding? Yeah, just Christmas pudding. Because we had cheese. I mean, I think I've got I've got a different level of Christmas pudding puddings. I think it's because with my family, my nan will always like bring a pudding. Yeah. So I expect there to be at least like five puddings for people to choose from. Even if there's three people, there should be <laughs> a range of puddings. Oh, no, <laughs> it was very stressful. Have... Oh, to be fair, actually, he did bring along a gin and tonic panettone. But we haven't even opened that yet. So we need to have him back I've, over yeah. so we can have it. Uh, but I've with, got a gym panettone needs eating. But the thing is, we've got so many, there's so many Christmas, what do you call, what do you call them? Mince pies and mm-hmm. chocolates everywhere. 
you know, people just, um, if they were hungry, which no one really was, just ate that. Yeah. But then we had other guests over in the evening as well, and they um, they bought more booze. So no one really cares about pudding. The only thing people care about is the alcohol, surely, no, the drinks. people care about pudding. My trifle <laughs> went down very well, I was pleased to say. Oh, good. What trifle was it? What was it in your trifle? I made it. Strawberry trifle. I would put booze in it, but there were kids, so I didn't. So it's just, you know, Aww. classical sponge finger bottom, strawberry jelly, <laughs> bird's custard, and then some whipped cream on top. Very good. I saw someone make a, make a trifle this week. On Bake Off, actually. Did you watch Bake Off? Was it the Derry Girls one? I yeah, didn't see that one. the Derry Girls Festive Bake Off. They had to make a trifle. And mm. it dawned on me that I've never made a trifle. Ooh. I've never seen a trifle being made either. Have you not? No. Are they just always you have not lived. They just appear. I mean, you can buy them in pots, but, I mean, where's the fun in that? Well, exactly. You can put anything in a trifle. Where's the stress? I mean, I woke up Christmas Eve in a panic because I didn't think I had enough sprouts for people. So I got up at, I was in Tesco's by seven o'clock in the morning oh, buying Jenny. more sprouts. That's how much I care about Christmas Day, Mark. Are you going to host this year? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it was, it is, it is hard because there is that sort of pressure. But I think we, we felt quite good about it because we had Christmas family over in the end of November. The last weekend of November, we did Christmas Day with them. Um, oh. So it's like we had a trial run of it. It takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Yeah. And it was really lovely because um, we weren't going to be seeing... We are, we're not seeing them now until the end of January. So we didn't see them at all over Christmas or New Year, which is quite very unusual for us. Um, yeah. It was it was lovely. So we, we maxed out on having Christmas and that in uh, kind of first last weekend of November. And it was great. It was like we actually had Christmas. It was lovely. We had presents and Christmas dinner and all sorts. And, um, yeah, because we did the trial run, we weren't really bothered about hosting on Christmas Day because we we knew that we'd done it already, like, quite recently. So it was, oh. it was, it was good in that respect. It was very strange, though, the next day on the Sunday going to shops and thinking, why are people still talking about buying Christmas presents? <laughs> I've it's done happened. that, right? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bizarre. And then going to December, really like, nice. it's like, wow, Christmas <laughs> really is full on now, post-Christmas. <laughs> post yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was nice. I feel like I've had a really long extended Christmas. Yeah, we feel like that because I think we've only all gone back this Monday. Um, so that's a good couple of weeks. It's been lovely. Yeah, yeah. Although I went into work last week for a day and that was quite nice because I was able to kind of ease myself back into it. So there's no there's no fear about going back to work. That's good. Actually, literally to place of work rather than sat right here Just now. Just hang around here. Work. I've decided if I'm, what I'm doing for work, to be honest, but that's, that's a decision for another time. <laughs> and there was... There's lots of time for you to marinate your ideas and thoughts, surely. I am. I am marinating. Like Good. crazy. In trifle. That's the best. Boozy trifle. Nick's doing dry January. What a pain. That is a pain. I didn't even know until like, he was like, are you having a drink? And I was like, yeah. He said, are you doing dry January? No. Oh my God. Are you doing, are you? Vegan, are you doing veganuary? I'm back on the veganism. Are you? Did you have a vegan Christmas? No. It was hard anyway, and after the extension, and it just all got a bit, like, confusing, so I just started <laughs> yeah. eating loads of stuff, and then Christmas, I was like, well, I might as well, so I'm back on it now. It is hard to kind of program program your mind into, a con into like, a construct like that, and then if you stop doing it, it's hard to get back into it. <clears throat> it's like yeah, a programming thing you've got to go through in your mind. You just have to plan out a bit better. I could have done it, and I just would have had to have, like, something I knew I could eat for pudding, something I knew I could, you know, it's just yeah. a bit more of a, a thought thing. But when you've got loads of people over, 
There's going to be loads of meat and cheese and stuff in the house. I yeah. might as well. And no one wants vegan it. cheese, right? Because that's just like I've mushy of, nuts, surely. I've heard of a really... I've had a couple of good ones. And I've ordered Applewood Smoky Vegan Cheese, which I've heard is very nice. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm-mm. Well, that sounds good. If you get re- re- I like apple. I like smoky cheese. Recommendations. It's good. I'll Excellent. eat some tomorrow and I'll let you know. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. <laughs> um, do you have any more parting thoughts, Jenny? Um, no, only it's lovely to see your lovely face and talk to you again. Oh, it's been thanks. too long. Perfect. <laughs> Here's my, my pussy face. Um, and lovely to see your face too. And we will be, um, I'm going to do a version of the um, the series of podcasts I did when I did my Nano Remo. I'm going to do them all in one big lump, aren't I? Yay. In January, a, that's my plan. As a extended as a edition. bonus. Very so good. So you can hear all my drama and trauma, trauma and drama. <laughs> the one drama. Sitting. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> the drama of writing. Cool. And hopefully we'll have some more writing exploits to discuss next time. Or yes. if not at least some sort of creative exploits to talk about. So we'll endeavour to get another podcast out to you soon. Uh, we, we can try and aim for a fortnightly, cannot guarantee it, but um, keep an eye on your platforms that you're listening to this podcast on. Yes, and always send us some stuff to talk about and then we will have a bit more motivation, won't I? Especially won't if you're writing and you're finding yeah. it hard. Let us know so we don't feel so bad about ourselves. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Help us make <laughs> ourselves feel better. And, um, yeah, we'll get some artwork sorted out for Jenny's new book. Woohoo! And um, we, on our next episode, we might have a publisher sat with us reading it. Oh, in two weeks? Yeah. And by next episode, I might have sorted it out and actually it could be available to download for people who'd like to read it. Whoa. Heard it here first, guys. Whoa. Maybe. I don't know if the artwork's been done yet because the guy I've got in mind is so busy. It takes forever. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll send you over a PDF of um, what I think the artwork should look like when we finish. Based on what we just talked about, that'd be great. Thank you. Done. Tick. <laughs> All right. Lovely as ever. Lovely. And um, we'll um, we'll catch up soon. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes at powerpodcastuk.blogspot.com where you'll find links to all the things we talk about so you can continue your journey to productivity fulfilment. If you enjoyed our episode, please consider supporting us by leaving us a review on iTunes or whichever platform you listen to us on. You can also help us spread the word about the podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and putting it on your social media feeds to share it with your friends and family. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and simply tell your friends, family and colleagues about the show. Your support is very much appreciated. Make sure you've subscribed to our podcast so you know when our next episode lands. And we'll see you next time. I want to talk about Badfish Studio. Jenny, have you ever been in a situation where you need to get some t-shirts or some hoodies printed? Well, just like unique ones that just come from my head and I've got an idea and I can't I can't yeah. find it anywhere else. Like your own yeah, bespoke design. Well, Badfish Studio can do that for you. Maybe you're organising a hen night. Maybe you're organising a stag night or a special birthday celebration and you want everyone to be wearing the same t-shirts or the same hoodies. You can get them designed online with Badfish Studio. They do everything from t-shirts to hoodies and a lot more as well. Ooh, 
And I guess they're only to order from £15. Yep, yep, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So it's a bargain, 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 bargain. And they could do really cool stuff. They've got loads of specialist vinyl and various methods and they can make like the best, most perfect thing that you really, really want to make your garment come alive. Yep, and they can work with you on your design as well. So you're not alone. They will be able to help you with all their expertise of all the design that they've done before. And what's even better, what's more than that, is if you go to badfishmerch.com, find a t-shirt you want. Maybe you like one they already have in their shops. If you use offer code POW, that's P-O-W, you can save 10%. Yay! That's great. So where, 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 where are they? Where is Badfish Merch? Well, you can find them on Facebook, March, at Mark, March, Merch. <laughs> you can find them on Facebook, Mark, at Badfish Merch. Instagram is Badfish Studio. Or you can just go to badfishmerch.com and check it out. They've got loads of really cool stuff. They can do full colour images or bold coloured vinyl, including metallic, leather and carbon fibre look vinyl. Glow in the dark, reflective. And what else, Mark? Well, they even do rainbow or glitter for all you snazzy unicorns out there. I'm a snazzy unicorn. That sounds great. I love a snazzy unicorn. Just go straight to <laughs> badfishmerch.com, use offer code POW to save 10% and get designing. <laughs>